You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to Super Mega Crash Beyond. I am Santa Claus. Oh, 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 or something. Oh, oh, oh. I am a terrible human being sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you've watched the thing that we're talking about today. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm your host, Stephen White. With me is Lacey Finley. Happy Monday. And yes, yes, I, I went there. Okay, yeah. because... Uh, I might have not known it as a child, but Santa's a dick in this yeah. in this uh, production of uh, sure. Rudolph the Red-Nosed well, Reindeer. Mean, it does sound like he owns all these little elves and forces them to work all year long. So if you think about it, kind of gross. True. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I wanted to talk about Rudolph as, as one of our, our discussions for the month mm-hmm. because it's popular. Everybody knows Rudolph. I, I would say, I would want to say that everybody has seen it because it's such a staple. But mm-hmm. I also know that times There's have changed. There's several of them too, so like yes. we might have to be specific. Well, we're talking about the original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the one that plays every year, mm-hmm. or at least From it used 64. to. Yeah. And as I said, I would assume... That everybody has seen it, but I know sure. that times have changed and mm-hmm. that children of today probably look at that and be like, what is this shit? Right. And not want to watch it. Or the fact that it's even an hour long is just too much for their little brains to comprehend and they need it cut down in bite-sized chunks for them to consume it. Isn't that interesting? I like we've lost that. our attention span, but movies are like three hours now. I don't understand. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, I, I was hearing that complaint. What was I watching? I don't remember what I was watching, but there was a complaint that there was a movie that probably doesn't get or would not be made in this way today mm-hmm. where everything is kind of slow paced and slow moving and the way it's kind of being done. It was a movie in the 70s, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you just take a look, it's very calculated, slow. You can kind of see where people might it might be a little hard. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there thinking is like, what are you talking about? That's the point of what's going on in the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you're worried about people's attention span, even though this is the actual point of what is happening, you got a problem. <laughs> well, you know, it has people are missing shorter. It. I feel I, even I think I don't have as much patience for it anymore as I used to, and I don't even watch TikTok or any of those shorts or anything that would have supposedly made my brain less patient. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if if you if what you're doing is important, like if you're just wasting time to waste time, yeah, Pat. go fuck yourselves. Don't you don't have to do that. Yeah. But if you're keeping it tight and whatever is happening, like uh, trying to think of Castaway. I know this is an odd choice, but it's first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> it is long. I remember people complaining is like he doesn't talk for like thirty minutes. It was like, who the fuck is he going to talk to? Right. 
You know? What would do you, you know do? The you plot? just gonna, Yeah, run around talking to yourself the whole time? I mean, I do. So I probably would be very bad on an island stranded by myself. I talk to myself now. Full on answer sometimes. But, I mean, to be fair, just so people understand, I know he does eventually talk to himself. But in his mind, he's talking to someone. Sure. Being the ball. Yeah. So I get it. But, again, when there's no one to interact yeah. with, to talk to, what? Well, then that's He's just being silly and not understanding the plot. Yeah. I just, that's a stupid complaint. And it's like, clearly you're not in the uh-huh. moment with the movie. You're just, yeah. you're, I, I just, I can't follow it because there's no talking. I was like, what do you, what do you need? <laughs> you're he probably also the to- person that can't listen to like classical or jazz without any lyrics. huh? Exactly. And that shit is the bomb, but that's my opinion. Uh, So no, but I, I personally do not think that there's a, necessary lag in this uh, short like i said I it's an hour so. long mm-hmm. special i didn't realize it was longer because i want to talk about this before i go any further is apparently the version that i saw and maybe it was the same for you as a kid they edited it for television and i don't think it was like to cut content out it mm-hmm. was to cut the runtime to fit within a certain amount sure. of time, like hour and a half or something, for exactly. Ads so, and so like you that. could squeeze in your ads and whatnot. There was a whole musical number that I never saw as a kid. That when I saw it as an adult, I'm like, what? And it was when the elves were doing their little "We Are Christmas Elves, We Are Christmas Elves," and it was the guy, the head elf, was supposed to be trying to teach them. It was elf practice. You remember oh. there was a scene where he, he bursts into to Hermes and says, Why weren't you at elf practice? Because Hermes weren't, wasn't there. Uh-huh. Now, I think this was something they added in after the fact, maybe at some point, because okay. the head elf's voice is different in that scene. Hmm. Like he the, the whole uh, show that you watch it, I guess, what, what would you call it? A special? It's not really a movie. I think it's like a, yeah, just a TV special. Because I think yeah, it was we'll just made for TV. I don't think it ever yeah. aired in theaters or anything. No. So for this special, you know, he's he's always like, what are you doing, Hermes? You know, he's just all big and gruff and bad. Mm-hmm. But in that scene that, again, I had not seen until I got like a DVD copy of it. Mm-hmm. They, he's talking to Santa and he's like, yes, sir, whatever you, whatever you need, sir. And then goes back to the, and you think it would work because Uh maybe like he's got two personas. It's like when he's talking to Santa, he's like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whatever Uh you need, sir. And then he talks to the elves. He's like, what? Come on. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he's gruffer. It would work if you kind of saw that transition, but it was just odd in that one scene. He's just like, yes, sir. Yeah. And you never see it play out. So it was like, you had a concept and you dropped the ball with it. But it would have been Interesting. good. Well, maybe it was the network, too, that dropped the ball with it. I don't know. I feel like Could've the been. network supersedes what the creatives want. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes for the better. The... I need 70,000 hours. No, no. Mm-hmm. Please, no, no. please don't subject us to all that. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to watch. So just rein it in. Anyway. So what, uh, I guess in a nutshell, what were your memories of this growing up like was it something that was a staple or was it something you just remember absolutely i feel like we watched that most of the claymation ones i feel Mm. was a staple that we always watched every year this time um always seemed to kind of go along hand in hand or, or at least i made it a tradition as i got older that as i was wrapping christmas gifts I would pop that in and so I could still see it once a year. I actually bought it on DVD since I'm sure it plays on one of the streamers once a year. I've just never bothered to look. Mm. So 
Um, I'll just pop that. And yes, I still have a DVD player. I did watch hey, it then. But it's good you have uh, physical media because I, I keep hearing some some terrible things. It's going away, and, man. But I, I hate I hate that, that we're at that point. But you know what? I'll even say this. I bought a, a DVD the other day. Haven't bought a DVD in forever. And it uh-huh. was all because I could not find this one movie. And I was like, you know what? Something's going on. I'm going to get a physical copy of this. So I have it. So yeah. I have it. And then, you know, if I never see it anywhere, at least I got a copy and I can watch it whenever I want. Exactly. Cocoon, God damn it. Yeah. Where is Cocoon? Oh, I haven't tried to find it. Is it hard to find? Can't find it anywhere. Interesting. And I don't understand why. Ron Howard film. You'd think, why is this yeah, movie not available? Yeah, with it? Nothing? I think. Contra- was there something today's audience wouldn't like? I can't remember. It's been so long. Not that I recall. But uh-huh. to my understanding, because I did some research on this a few years back, I think it has something to do with music licensing. And uh, even that, I was like, what music is in the movie that would be hard to license? A lot of it is older. Like, I remember the, the yeah. music they would play in the, the nursing home or who whatever. Who knows who owns like, it, though? The music industry of today is such garbage. Yeah. Like, then they're garbage. <laughs> cut it out or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I feel like there's a way you could work around it. Or why wouldn't you still just give royalties? Yeah, I don't understand. I feel like just, when you buy it for a movie, it's in perpetuity, you know, like you get I, a sum or I don't know. I guess the what is the contracts change from television, streaming, uh, certain physical. Like I've heard that's a lot of the reason you don't see certain things is because the contract wasn't specifically for a streaming service. So therefore you have to create another contract for that. Yada, 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 yada. Which they just went through. So, hey, maybe it'll get sorted moving forward. But yeah. this is a newer, newer by certain standards. Yeah. 80s. It's an 80s flick. And I don't know. this is having such, so many problems. I don't, I'm, I don't yeah, understand Yeah, there's it. another story time maybe for Steven. You'll have to yeah. know why can Cocoon not be sold anymore? The, yeah. the, the second one, you can find it on a streaming service. Yeah, but it's not as good. <laughs> it's not. That's why I want to see the first one. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, we're not talking about Cocoon, sorry. So, yeah, you just, you, you grew up on this. I mean, it was just something that was always kind of around. She always just, you know, if it came on the TV, that we would sit down and watch it. And I remember just having a good time. I would sing along with some of the songs and everything mm-hmm. like that. And Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like a feel-good, wholesome stop animation. And you don't really see claymation, st- well, not claymation, stop animation, because it was like puppets, not clay. Yeah. Um, but you don't see that. As often. Mm. I'm sure people still do it as a medium. I mean, it takes for freaking ever. So the fact that any of them get made at any kind of feature length is impressive enough to me that there's these people that have the patience frame by frame. They're moving these things. And, you know, like, yeah, uh, you got to stop. Move it a little. Film. Stop. Stop motion, people. So that was always fascinating to me also. Like Mm. how they would. And they did several. There was a yeah. lot of stop, stop animation ones that they did. Um, you know, I know we were talking before the the pod, but like a year without a Santa Claus, that was one of the ones that I always watched too. Um, mm. Yeah, I always. Yeah, that. no, yeah. the uh, who who is it? Rankin Bass. I know that they did a lot of animated type stuff like this. I know they were responsible for a year without a Santa. Practically all the stop motion ones that we remember. I feel like they would kid. have to be related in some way, right? Same company or something. Yeah, but, you know, Rankin Bass, I know that they did a few other uh, animated, 
I think it was more traditional animation. I remember this one, and I don't want to go too deep down in this in mm-hmm. case I can find it, but it was like Twas the Night Before Christmas, but it was not like this. It was like, it was hand animation. Oh, yeah. There was a couple. I think there was even a Frosty special that was straight up animation too. And, yeah. I didn't care for it as much. I think my no. little brain was like, I want the the stop motion. That's what this year is about, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Frosty, that was another one by the same same group. So they had like they had a whole library mm-hmm. and I'm sure that they they are ones that we'll get to. We'll talk about eventually. Oh yeah. Like even as I was looking stuff up for here, I was just like, Oh my gosh, I forgot about that one and I forgot mm-hmm. about that one, you know? So yeah. Because, I mean, they are staples for some people. And Mm -hmm. that's why I wanted to touch on this one. Because I feel like this is one of the ones that is probably on a lot of top three lists of Christmas things that you watch. And I I feel like it has to be. I feel like saying top three is not a a stretch. I I feel like this is one of those things, like certain movies. And I'll say specials. we'll, We'll separate movies from TV shows. I feel like these are specials. Absolutely. Yeah, because... Yeah. Movies, that that's a whole... You got people who have Die Hard on their top three list. And yes, yeah, I'm calling you out. Bullshit. I understand. Because yeah. if I you're going to say anything that... anything you watch around Christmas can be a Christmas movie if that's what you want. There you go. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, with that logic, Gremlins is absolutely 100% the biggest but, Christmas movie Let's of all start time. it. Yep. Gremlins, people. What do you mean Die Hard? Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. We're starting it now. Yep. I am all on it. I will defend it it to the death. For those who want to use Die Hard, Gremlins. Gremlins. Best Christmas movie ever. (laughs) Also around Christmas. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Anyway, it revolves around a Christmas present that goes apeshit. Right? I feel like that's more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard at me. Let's go. Woo. Yeah. I sometimes check X. Haha, look at me finally Uh calling it the right thing. We're we're lurking over there. But... (laughs) So, yeah, Rudolph is one of those that I feel like has always been there for me. So it's probably mm-hmm. the same with you. I don't remember the first year that we ever watched it. I know at some point we recorded it using our fancy VCR. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so it was like, we're going to get this permanently etched on a VHS tape that'll last for about 10 years. And then it's uh-huh. going go to go down the drain <laughs> and it's going to be like, damn it, fucking tracking. Yeah. And then you yeah. start watching it back on TV again because the, that's got better quality. You just mm-hmm. got to suffer through the commercials. And then they finally like HD'd it. And so now you're like, mm. well, I got to watch it in that. SD looks gross now. You know? Yeah. yeah I can't watch just... this. <laughs> what is these bars on the sides here? I have so much TV not getting used. I don't, you know. So... Yeah, it was always kind of a staple. I remember, and and maybe uh, the network where you watched it did the same thing, but it's, it's almost like initially when they would air it, it would be like a back-to-back, I think it was Rudolph and then maybe Frosty, or maybe they did them on two separate nights or something like that, but I yeah. re- always remember there was like a block. Oh, yeah, I feel like at least the week leading up, you probably yeah. saw one an evening or maybe every weekend or something like that. Yeah, it did. Even- that's right. What was the other one? And I don't want to go down on this one too fast either. I actually but... brought up a list so I'd remember. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can uh, never remember the names of the movies. I feel uh, like the Charlie Brown Christmas special kind of uh, yeah. aired around the same, maybe not on the same network, but I remember a lot that of these kind of showed up time. around the same time. Mm-hmm. But Now, some of these were a little harder to find, but this one, I, again, I feel like was always a guarantee. Like, you know it's coming. You know it's going to uh, mm-hmm. drop at some point. And it would always be... Maybe not quite right before Christmas, but 
around maybe there. Maybe mid-December, somewhere in there, maybe on mm-hmm. a Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. At least yeah. that's what I remember. So you kind of had something to look forward to. But growing up, I watched this so much. Mm-hmm. I knew the songs. I knew the story. I practically got it memorized in my head. But over the years, I, I've started to realize some problematic things. And, and I want people to understand this isn't some woke bullshit. Like, we're just saying that there, uh, <laughs> there's something wrong and upsetting about Rudolph. The message, I, I don't see how no one saw how this message that they were laying out could be problematic. Okay. Because I understand the purpose of the song. You have an outcast. People shun him. Mm-hmm. But for me, the problem comes in the form of the adults. The oh. fact that you have certain adults who are just as bad as the children. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you are a fucking adult in this yeah. situation. But at the same time... Toughing them up. Tough love. We, we live in a world where it probably is very much the same. Where you have coaches being just as bad as the kids and practically encouraging him to bully. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Like in the 80s and 90s, like, you know, probably even before that, of course, you know? Yeah. Kids didn't have rights. No. And you're like (laughs) just going to be ridiculed with the adult in the room, Mm -hmm. agging it on, Mm -hmm. telling the other kids, hey, yeah, we're going to pick on this kid. We're going to exclude him. Uh, I know I'm the adult in the room, but... (laughs) I don't like his red nose either, so he can get fucked. Right, and right. So all yeah, of you get over here, join in, and start picking on this kid who cannot help the situation he's in. He he's wearing this red nose just to just to make us angry. Right. So we're gonna make him feel stupid. Yeah. We're gonna make him feel it's inferior. clearly he's clearly stupid because yeah. of this physical thing that he has yeah yeah we haven't changed a whole 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 lot i think that was probably supposed to be the point of teaching like you know we'll make this a nose but and i guess that's that's part of it too i mean there there's probably some realism in what they're doing here Mm -hmm. but for me it comes down to santa you know of all people santa like if they had not shown santa once like when he met rudolph it was immediate Mm -hmm. that there was a problem because he met him, he was like, oh, it's nice to meet you. And then as soon as he saw the red nose, he was like, great bouncing iceberg. He freaked out. Again, normal response. Sure, he gets startled, but yeah, that's so different, you know. Then then Donner's like, oh, I'm sure he'll, he'll grow out of it, Santa. And he's like, let's hope so if he wants to be part of my team. He's yeah. like, whoa, 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 fat man. What are you talking right, about? Right, 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 right. What's going on? <laughs> um, your nose is pretty rosy there yourself, sir. Um, yeah. And your it cheeks. Was, it was very much in how he said it, you know. It he could have just said something along the lines of, "Well, it's not that bad," right, or something of that nature. But it was just this. He better. He better, or <laughs> I can't he's not going to be part Uggo of my in my sleigh. Is yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, I'm and intense. that's how it comes off. Yeah, and and perhaps that wasn't the intention. But that's how it sounds. It mm-hmm. sounds very much like I will not accept this freak of nature if he doesn't get his nose under control. Right, right. And in in regards to Donner, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm sure there are parents out there like that. Mm. That, I'm, well, take a look at anybody like who who might be of uh, 
homosexual persuasion. There could be people out there who are doing that very thing. Trans people, same thing. They've got a trans daughter, got a trans son. They're just like, oh, this is my um, kid. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. they don't say it. And it's like, why are you being an ass? And it's like, yeah, they've, they're, they're dating some person and mm. they're embarrassed by or it. Are they friends? Donors. They're just good friends. Yeah. You hear that a lot. They're just oh, yeah. They're just, they're just, they're just friends. Just, yeah. So you practically have Donner being embarrassed by his son and doing everything in his power versus being proud of who he is regardless. Again, he was born this way. He didn't choose. Right. What What a revelation. Right. You know, born this way. How about that? How about it? He was just born this way. He cannot help it. And your first instinct is to slap some fucking dirt on it. Mm-hmm. Like, Let's do hide it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a dick. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> There's so sure. many characters in this thing that are a dick. Yeah. And it just it bothers me so much. But again, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of go through it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I guess where to start. So, I mean, we're kind of already at the beginning. So, the, I mean, the show really starts off with Burl Ives, who mm. this is the only thing I knew him from at the time until I got older and then. I still don't really know a lot of his work, but yeah, I know he did sure. a lot of Christmas songs and mm-hmm. whatnot. If you showed me a picture of him, I would be like, I kind of know who that is. But Yeah, I had to look him up to be like, you know what? I've seen him in other stuff before. But again, I hang out like every Christmas, you know, I feel like the in-laws just has whatever old AMC thing mm-hmm. going on in the background. So I've probably seen all of these old black and white Christmassy movies. <laughs> yeah. And there, there are quite a few that are out there some that uh, I guess are probably long forgotten by now but mm. I know of at least one that is not but we won't talk about that one today yeah because that's a thing that's a whole episode uh but yeah Burl Ives he does a great job kind mm-hmm. of being narrator and they also do the thing here where they also kind of did in some of the other Rankin Bass specials where whoever the they practically had I guess a big star be their narrator for mm-hmm. certain things because I feel like it might have been a year without Santa Claus uh like Fred Astaire might have been one and I could be mistaking it because some of them kind of uh smashed together for me or that might have been a year without a Santa Claus or Santa Claus yeah. is coming to town I brought it or... up I brought up the year without a Santa Claus cuz that's I I think I I feel like it's that one, or what you said, the the Christmas in July or whatever. The one that has... I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. Yeah. And it has the, George Irving as Heat Miser in Year Without a Santa Claus, but it could have just been like a cameo. So no, no. Sinatra. No. Shirley no. Booth. Dick Sean was Snow Miser. Mickey Rooney was Santa. I was the number one star in the world. You hear me? Bang. The world. <laughs> I mean, at the time, he was a big deal. He used to hang out with Judy Garland all the time. Anyway, <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, then she mean, walked yeah. away. Uh, so yeah, one of them had Fred Astaire. I'm almost positive. I can't remember which one. You might be. Oh yes, I'm gonna look it up. But yes, I know he yeah. did narrate one. Yep, yep, yep. I'm and the one, the other Rudolph one. Uh, the shiny new year. Mm-hmm. I think Red Skelton was the uh, yes. narrator for that. Yeah. Yes, so, I believe you are right. So they always had like a a well known star 
uh-huh. whether super big or something like that, that would narrate these these specials, I mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah. So I always kind of found that to be a little fascinating. So in this situation, Burl Ives was Sam the Snowman, but they also kind of patterned his face to look su- kind of sort of like Burl Ives. Same with what they did in all the other shows. The okay. caricature would be reminiscent of whoever they were being voiced by. Okay. And he so um, was... he narrated Santa Claus is coming to town. Okay. That's what Brett stared at. Yeah. Okay. From 1970. Yeah. So, and we said this one was 64, right? Yeah. Seems like it's the earliest from the ones that I'm looking at anyway. Which might be one of the reasons why people Remember are so, so fond well. of it because mm-hmm. they, they put a lot of time and effort into it, which... I understand at the time, mm-hmm. you think about this stop motion, kind of as you mentioned, as a medium. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there were other things going on at this time. I might have to look up and see about when Gumby was taking place. Oh, I feel like yeah. that's kind of a I 70s, feel like maybe 70s, it was more of a yeah. big deal, maybe. Because as so, I'm looking at the rest of them, I feel like 70s mm-hmm. kind of hit. So this, I can't imagine this. Is, well, it's not. We know, we know for a fact this is not the first instance of stop motion, but maybe oh, as no. far as a television special could oh, be maybe. one of the earliest ones to really take and do something this large on a scale as one whole thing. So they put their time into it, even though some of the animation is a little janky, even sure. though some of the animation, some of the things that they do, I've, I've caught so many little just they're very quick little animation bits and you're just like holy shit did that just happen yeah one of my all-time favorites in this is tour when they meet yukon cornelius okay and they're out in the the middle of nowhere he's got his dog sled and everything and they're explaining who they are and and what they're doing out where they're at and i think he had just sang his song about uh silver and gold well no it was a did he have another song wasn't silver and gold there was another one Probably so. Uh, we loved musicals. No, no, I don't think he. I don't think he sang a song because I, I think I'm mistaking it for another one. But there was a silver and gold song I remember that Burl Live mm-hmm. sang because he was talking about. This is my land, and you know it's rich with gold, gold, gold and silver, silver and gold. Yep. You know, and then he eventually changes his mind for some reason. But after the song played. He's like, so we're heading this way. And he's like, can we hitch a ride? He's like, sure, hop aboard, mateys. The animation could have been them hopping up on his sled. He visibly picks them up by their necks and sets them on there. (laughs) All right. I'm not even joking, but it's so quick that you could miss it. But I just happened to see his his hand around Rudolph's neck and I'm like, holy shit. What are you doing? Set him up there. So there's always these little things that you kind of catch in these animations that they were just like, it's going to be so quick. Ain't nobody going to pay attention. Mm -hmm. Just fucking do it. And there are some other bits too where it's a little janky where something just jumps really quick. I understand. It's time consuming process. They're probably trying to speed up, trying to get what they can done in a decent amount of time. So they probably cut some corners Mm -hmm. and it's clear. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But... I don't know. I feel like they did a, a good enough job that you can kind of forgive some of those cut corners. Sure. Yeah. You know, at times. Probably but. especially more then than now. We're probably more critical now because, well, look at all the stuff we can do now. Hmm. You know? Now, before we get too deep into it, I guess I did want to kind of clarify. So if you're unfamiliar with this 
if if you don't know who Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is, um, <laughs> how did you that, even stumble upon this show? Yeah, look look at look at the look them up. They've been around a while. But there there was a song obviously written in uh, 1949 that was about like where this all kind of originated. Go ahead and sing it. Ah, You can do it. We don't need the whole thing. Uh, But it was also, that was based off of a poem written by, uh, well, Johnny Marks is the guy that uh, wrote and sang the original song to my understanding. Mm -hmm. And then, his brother-in-law was the one that actually created the poem in which he wrote the song from. So, a yeah. little fame, little thing there. So then, 1949, 1964, the song gets uh, so much notoriety. Well, I wouldn't say notoriety. Fame. Uh, people loved it so much yeah. that it was like, hey, we could make a special out of this. So I understand the concept of hearing what this crazy story was and being like, you know what? We could make a story out of this. Oh, yeah. Now... Where I've complained about some of the uh, plot business and just how, eh, like, why didn't you think this through? There's not a whole lot to go on with the song. Right. He, yeah, you, we're you, making up his backstory here, basically. <laughs> yeah. And and sticking with the idea, the, the none of the other reindeer wanted him in reindeer games, so yeah. you got to stick that in there. Sure. And even, who was that one guy, Comet? I think he was the um, the coach, and that's uh, who did he sound like? He had oh Don Adams. That's who he sounded like from like uh, Get Smart. He's like I'm coming, and even though I'm your instructor, I want to be your pal, right? Right? Uh, right? Right? Uh, oh what yeah, we're yeah, doing. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. do have kind of a style too to talking in, in, in a few of those eras. Also, that's just very I don't understand how it got started. <laughs> I don't think but, yeah. people talk like that, but. This is how we're going to talk, see? Yeah, this is what yeah. We're gonna do. You're all yeah. going to do this. You're going to do flying. And that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Did and then, of course, really talk like that? I don't think so. Well, that's how he spoke. Yes. Why? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Maybe it's a regional dialect. Who knows? But uh, anyway, where was I going with this? So, yeah, Rudolph, you know, they, they, they're trying to craft a story around this concept because, again, all you had was born with a shiny nose. It glows. They made fun. None of, of the other reindeer. They made fun. Then one day, Santa's like, "Hey, you're going to be on my team because we got a so, very foggy kind of, Christmas." Kind of makes the whole what you were talking about with Santa Claus even worse because it's like that's not canon. He was very yeah. inclusive, and and it wasn't a snowy Christmas. It was a foggy Christmas. Uh, Do you remember? That's true. Hey, yeah, the They're song says foggy, foggy. Christmasy. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't say a blizzard was coming. No. So they had to make some adjustments. And then obviously adding in certain characters like Hermes, which or Hermie, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Uh let's talk about Hermie for a minute. (laughs) He he's I like Hermie. You know, he's not a bad guy. He's that is a simple man who Mm -hmm. or a simple elf, even though like why why exclude him? Why make him not look like an elf? You know, is that to mean like he's supposed to be an elf, but then at the same time he's just he doesn't want to be an elf, so it's or like, like maybe because head elf make him stand out some way. You know, like mm-hmm. you're kind of caught in the between, Hermie. Yeah. So we'll kind of we'll give you this role because it kind of yeah. fits because you don't belong there or there. You know, maybe their own Rudolph in a way. Yeah. So so he should be an elf, but he like Rudolph has a physical deformity mm-hmm. that makes him different right. and he just doesn't have pointy ears nope. so that's 
Nope. He looks. But they never point that out. They never point that out. They should. They all they really do is like he just has different aspirations. He doesn't want to be a, a toy maker. Yeah. He wants to be a dentist. And why not? And why not? Why not? I mean, that should have been your first sign of depression. We didn't talk about it then. <laughs> I know mental health wasn't a big thing then, but I mean, as a whole, mm-hmm. dentists have. You know, they need a little bit more help. Yeah. I don't know why, but statistically, they well, kind of go into that field. <laughs> he was a man with a mission. And I, I have to give Hermes credit for, I keep calling him Hermes. Hermes. Yeah, Hermes. Herme. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, trying to drop that because that drives me off the wall and people add S's to shit. That's what I appreciate <laughs> about to use. But no, I, I appreciate that you have a character who is committed. Like, he knows what he wants to do, and he doesn't give a shit. Right. And he finally just, he does. He's like, you know, if this this is the way it's going to be, I'm leaving. You know, mm-hmm. the hell with all of you guys. I'll, it's a very respected profession. Mm-hmm. Why can't he be a dentist? Why not? You know, how many I mean, other dentists live up in the North Pole? And probably need them. You're serving them lots of sugar. Yes. Yes. Very well y- needed. You might need one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Let him pursue his dreams, man. I, I applaud Hermie for being the, a man who, who who knows what he wants and he's going to be a dentist come hell or high water and that's it. But even even still, like with, with the things that Hermie does, because I think there was even, what was it, early on and we kind of see him in the workshop and he was, uh, he seemed a little depressed, obviously, because he didn't want to, not happy in his job. And then what did he do? He took inspiration for what he wanted to do. And then he added teeth to a doll so she could be like a, a, a chewing doll. And again, yeah. he got shit for it. He's like, Now listen, we have dolls that cry, talk, walk, blink, and run a temperature. We don't need any chewing dolls. And he's like, but it's different if I just found a way it's to fit new. in, you know? Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want a chewing doll? I don't know. I didn't play with dolls, but maybe some kid out there would love that they have right. baby alive dolls that poop and pee and everything that's true yeah. so why we thought that was a good idea i don't know either eats, like eats. it's just it's a toy man let's rain that shit in. <laughs> let's bring it back a little Please. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll they'll get all that later on okay maybe if they want so he you know he he has this idea and again he gets shit on for it because no one wants a why not? Why not ask, go around? I think the, the head elf was just being a dick. You know, he oh, just probably. had a, a problem. He was racist against his own kind because Hermes didn't have pointy ears. That's what it uh, was. Probably. That's, uh-huh. that's what I'm, I'm uh-huh. calling uh-huh. it now. Uh-huh. He had a problem uh-huh. with his own elf. It's like, you're not one of us. Yeah. See, you, you even want to be a dentist. Freak. You don't want to make <laughs> toys? Weirdo. So from this point... Well, let's go. I guess this happens around the same time is when you get the uh, the reindeer practice, and Rudolph. Oh yeah, is is socializing as best he can. Then he meets uh, Clarice, who just strikes his fancy. There's that one scene, yes. and I think it was like right there where he's he's looking at her from a distance, and the other I can't remember his name, the other uh, fawn that's out there. Who he meets, and he's all being all buddy buddy with it. I can't remember his name. It's like right there on the tip of my tongue. Uh, I could just remember. I'm Rudolph. I'm 
uh, Jerry or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I even got the cast list up, and I'm like, this isn't giving me all of the names. It can't. It just has head elf, Donner, doll. Uh, Fireball. Fireball. That was his name. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Fireball. Anyway, Fireball tells Rudolph to go talk to Clarice. He's like, you know, you know, everyone else is doing their thing. Why don't you go over there and, and talk yeah. to her? And he just <laughs> he squints his eyes. He's like, <laughs> like that. And I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? That that animation too. I yeah. remember because like when they close their eyes, it would just like, yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> the one thing that was drawn in or something. So it kind of looked a little weird. Yeah. But yeah, he goes over there and talks to Clarice. Clarice is an awesome uh, doe because she accepts him for who he is. And wouldn't you know it, it'd have to be a woman that does this. All the women in this in this special well, we're very are, traditional, right? Very trad. And and very uh understanding and accepting because it's all the men. All the men are assholes. Right? <laughs> Literally. That's true. Outside of and a I mean, few, but I feel like especially in that day and age, the men probably gave each other such a much harder time than anyone else probably still to this day but you know they're Mm. getting called out a little bit more for being toxic or whatever you know but yeah you know and we're very caring and nurturing you know Mm. that's what women do and we smell nice and that's (laughs) that's women yeah our girls girls yeah yeah so uh, it was at that time that he was talking to Clarice and he gets his his flight on. He gets all excited. He's like, oh, my God, she calls me cute. And then he's <laughs> flying around. Everybody's astounded at how awesome he's flying. And all mm-hmm. it takes is one little scuffle for his nose to be popped off. And then what happens? <gasps> yeah. Freak again. Yep. Yes. yep. Shame. Shame. Because what what is what happens? What Santa says. What a pity. He had a nice takeoff, too. Dude, you are Santa Claus. Get in there and stop this bullshit. Because right. he's watching this. Yes. Yes. And all of the kids are watching at home as well, Santa. And Donner. Are you just saying Santa won't visit people's homes unless they all look like your quote unquote normal child? Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Santa will only come to the traditionally healthy children's homes? It's fucked up. I don't know. It's fucked up. Right. Exactly. He's supposed to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Loves all the kids. And furthermore, look, I, I've i never been in that situation. And so I don't know what it would be like. But mm-hmm. I would like to think that if I was concerned about something, again, I'm not a dick like Donner. But right. the fact <laughs> that he sat there and watched all these people and another fucking adult Chew out his kid or just ridicule his child in public mm-hmm. and not step in. What the hell is wrong yeah. with you? That is your son, man. Go in there. I'm and telling you. Tell everybody. Maybe it was a tough love. Tough love? Shit. That was something, no love. If it was something you could control, yeah. then, you know, that's one thing, even though it's still not cool, but that's one thing. But, like, what is he going to do? How is he going to fix this physicality yeah. that, you know what I mean? That they were born. So you're kind of. Yeah. And it's not like he's scrawny and you need him to bulk up or something, no. you know, like but something he can do. <laughs> the fact that his father is going to sit there and allow this to go on and that wouldn't bother you, like you wouldn't be like, right. okay, uh, I understand, like I have the same problem too, but that's my son and you're making fun of him. So that's only for me to do. Fuck all of you. Get away. And it's still right. not right. But Mm-mm. you're basically saying that Donner just stood around and was like, 
well, you brought this on yourself for having a red nose. It's like, Tuh, fuck right, you, yeah. dude. So, yeah, that bothers me. That always bothers me. And again, they cut away, but Santa doesn't help matters because nope. it was... He had a nice takeoff. What a pity. Right. Such a shame his nose looks like that, or he could have been great. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> what is like, happening? What? Yeah. I feel like they did make it extra mean. They did. It really yeah. did. From all the wrong people, and it just doesn't make any sense. But mm-hmm. after that happens, they pretty much transition, because that's where we see Hermie and Rudolph run into one another. Of course, this is also after Clarice chases after him, and her father shows what a, a racist prick he is. No doe of mine is going to be seen with a, a red-nosed reindeer. Right. Okay, shit. So many. Like, what? what is so wrong with a red nose? I, I I don't know. I mean, we kind of take those dumb things, like, just translated into anything dumb in life that we're like, we hate somebody over something they can't control. So, the nose. If you think about it. I don't it, know. Yeah, if you think about it, though, the, the context here, like, that alone, just that, like you said, it's something so simple, out of your control, and yet people are making such a big deal out about it. The satire mm-hmm. here could be so scathing if it had sure. been portrayed correctly because it is it's so fucking ridiculous it is and yeah when it, you think about racism in general ridiculous sure you are totally. mad at somebody you hate somebody for something they cannot control and by the way you can't control how you were born either yeah ma'am sir whatever you know it's like what about that because you uh, had so much to do with you being born this great right right mm-hmm. i'm sure you're not embarrassed with all the hair on your feet or the <laughs> extra nipple that you acquired or you know all the all the freckles moles whatever the fuck else you got all of yeah. you that's, that's fine. fine but they're they're worse showered in two weeks you know? but this is fine this is fine yeah yeah this is fine so anyway Hermie and and rudolph finally go off on their adventure i think this was also a scene there was a there was another musical number here where they sang something like we're a couple of misfits oh you uh, might be right and, yeah I don't remember. So that was another one that I remember they cut out of the TV or the the TV airing. But then I saw it later on on DVD. I was like, oh, shit, there's another musical number I didn't know about. Yeah. It's interesting they would cut the music for that time. Yeah. But I guess I guess for narrative, the sake of a narrative for however loose that is, cutting a song is nothing. I mean, when you think about it, it's like, what is that going to hurt the story? And it probably shuts off five, six minutes easy. So, yeah. Yeah, easy. So, probably just an easy Mm. cut. And all, I mean, what was interesting about it too, just kind of having the context, is anytime they were kind of pining after somebody had kind of given them shit, they would kind of sing like a bar from that song, but it would almost be like to themselves, like, I'm just a misfit. I'm not just a nerd. With, mm-hmm. And then, of course, it, when they finally come together, they turn it into a big, I'm yeah. not a misfit, I'm not Song a and dance. Wit, or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So they, they I, I liked how they kind of brought that one together. You're like, that one would have been kind of a, a nice one to kind of come back to and see how it all came mm-hmm. to a head, you know. So I feel like that song should have stayed, but that's Cat, just me. Well, yeah. I mean, Clarice's song, I could have done without. There's always tomorrow. Dreams to come There's a few that I would fast forward. Yeah. I well, I will admit, I did fast forward through a lot of these. 
as a kid oh. <laughs> because it was like, I don't care. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I do it now. Probably as a kid, I didn't even think about it. But like now I'm like, nah. It's like, just give me the button to skip. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. You couldn't do that as easily then. You had to fast forward, mm-hmm. pay attention. So <laughs> they eventually run into Yukon Cornelius, mm-hmm. who is probably one of the most entertaining characters out of this whole thing. Because the the licking of his pickaxe as a child, I thought that was the funniest thing oh. ever. I don't know why I found it amusing, but I would always find it to be the most hilarious scene in the whole thing. Nothing. And then just go back to his things. It's so ridiculous. I guess that's why I found it hilarious. But he is a, a prospector of the time, mm-hmm. searching for his silver and gold. And this is also about the time, because I think they touched on him briefly earlier in the in the special, but they mentioned the abominable snow monster. Yes. And then we finally get to see the old Bumble, as as Yukon calls him, which yeah. I don't I don't know why that's also amusing too. It's like Bumble, the Bumble, even abominable Bumble. Uh-huh. I guess it's that's where it kind of goes. But how they they landed on Bumble, <laughs> perfect. What, yeah, yeah, it just works. It's like, why not? So we, we kind of get a, a brief uh, scene where he's chasing them through the snow. So we actually get to kind of see him for a moment and see that he's uh, not not quite as uh, threatening. <laughs> I mean, he is, but he kind of is also a, a dope because he, he yeah. tries to... Well, this is where we get the famous line, right? Which one? No, wait, never mind. No, that, yeah, that was a little, no, here they, they chopped away a little piece of ice to float away on, and then he kind of sticks his foot in the water and falls in, and Mm -hmm. then has to climb back out, so apparently he sinks, (laughs) so Bumbles can't swim. Yeah, well, they're big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But then the uh, trio, I don't think they were actually on their way there, they just stumbled upon the Island of Misfit Toys. I don't remember there actually being like a goal that's where mm-hmm. they were headed. I think they just found They're it. They're leaving. Yeah. yeah. And, okay, so here's here's my question with the Island of Misfit toys. Mm-hmm. Someone clearly made these toys, right? Sure. You Well, we think so, yeah. So how, how did they wind up on the island? Or they were made elsewhere and banished, and this is where they all ended up, was on this island. So, good example. If they wanted to kind of showcase something about this, and maybe she's there, and I just didn't notice, but Hermes doll with the teeth. If she was there, uh, yeah, yeah. then uh, that could be kind of a thing. Who wants a doll with teeth? Who wants... Or was it uh, a cowboy that... Some of this shit is just like, what are you doing? It was hilarious, though. Cowboy that rides an ostrich. Yeah. Why? (laughs) I want that. Like, who thought about that as a toy idea? They're fast. Sure, sure. Okay, fair. But... (laughs) Just say it. A train with square wheels. Yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, you absolutely know that's not going to work. Look, the doll with teeth thing... It's a concept. It's an idea where you're just like trying something. I think new. it was just a baby, right? Babies don't have teeth. You got to kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. Yeah. But at least it's a concept that makes sense. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Humans do grow teeth. Yes. <laughs> a water gun with jelly squirting out of it makes no sense. It sounds like a um, um, out of a Willy Wonka situation. Mm. It is. Are you sure? Yeah. The Charlie in the box. Who the fuck knows that his name is Charlie? 
Oh, yeah, I don't know. You know? We decided. This is like, I'm a jack-in-the-box. Do you know what my name is? <laughs> jack? No. No. Charlie. That's why I'm here. Who knows your name is Charlie? And then wouldn't it be Chuck in a box? Chuck him in the box. Yeah, we missed that. Like, I'm Chuck in a box. You still fit. operate the same thing. You still operate in the same capacity. You pop <laughs> out of the box. You did it and when we showed up. Yeah, yeah and you yeah. work. Who knows that your name is Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> no one. I mean, God. He's it's, sad. Again, I understand the joke, but it's just uh, like, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> How did you? Why the, are you not Jack? Now there was a there was three that actually talked to them. It was the the Charlie in the box. There was a little doll. I what was wrong with the doll? Oh shoot! Was it wasn't there one like missing an eye and stuff like that too? Though like she, very yeah, she may have been missing an eye. <laughs> uh, what was the? There was another one. I can't remember what it was. I remember there was a fish that couldn't. No, it was a bird that couldn't fly. It could swim. Uh, I don't know. Just some of the I ideas. I look it up here because I'm like, I wanted to see the pictures because <laughs> it's been so long. Go ahead. I, I understand that the concept are these toys that aren't the toys that they're supposed to be. But my, my biggest question is who? Well, okay. So I think they, they did kind of explain it. These are funny. Like these were toys that were given away. And they were rejected by their kids. So then the King Moon Racer, which let me let me explain this real quick. I genuinely thought for the longest time, because the guys, Charlie in the box, mm-hmm. I thought he said Razor, Moon Razor. King Moon Razor. But apparently it's Moon Racer. Like racing? Yeah. I'll race you to it. I think Moon Racer is a hell of a lot more awesome than Racer, but that's just me. Yeah. Now, now my childhood and 40 years of my life are just shot Gone. because I did not realize it was Racer, not Razor. Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> Enunciate, people. Yeah. He said Z. He said Razor, goddammit. I know what the, the damn Charlie said. King Moon Razor. Moon Razor. Ra- Razor. <laughs> but... Yeah, so I think they did say that he brings the toys there. So clearly, so if these are the elf toys, okay? If these were toys created by elves, then how did these toys get through the process but Hermes' little doll with the teeth didn't? You know what I mean? Yeah, was it like one mistake to make a, a bird that swims? Now, if, if, that was, <laughs> if that was the case, if that was like there was a whole table full of all these toys and every kid, like there was a whole bunch of kids that were going to get these and then there was maybe like one defect for some weird reason, not square wheels on a train, you're going to see that. Right. You're going to see that. Right. But if something happened to where there was a defect, then you could explain it and be like, yeah, there was a defect, yada, yada. Uh-huh. And then, but none of their defects feel like a mistake. No. And like a water pistol that squirts jelly that can't also squirt water. Let's think about it for a minute. Yeah. It, it's not it? perpetually filled with jelly. It looks too much like a real gun, by mm. the way. They didn't has... bother to make it all plastic and orange. It was just like black and silver. Mm. Like and, a gun. And had legs and arms for some damn reason. arms. <laughs> so it yeah. could shoot itself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, they, they explain their terrible, we're on the island of misfit toys. Yeah. And why is a pink fire truck misfit? Just because it's not red? I guess because you have to have the red because you're a, a fire truck. All right. Right. Just saying. Yeah. But I'm, 
I have to sing these songs, so forgive me. It's just, it's in my head. I got to get them out. <laughs> just, just what happens. Earworms. But then King, they go to, to visit the King to see if they could stay. And he's like, no, this is for toys only. feel like there's another right, like, thing. Right. Like, we're toys? Well, no. They're human. Okay. They're yeah, human. they're just yeah. like, no, uh, this is not for humans or animals. This is for toys alone. So oh, you can okay. stay in the, the bunkhouse. But tomorrow you got to go. And it's okay, like, well, shit. Yeah. And even even UConn points it out. He's like, even among misfits, you're misfits. This right? doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. So they, they stay the night, but then Rudolph feels guilty because he feels like he's luring the Abominable. I would love to see that. That would have been an awesome scene. The Abominable comes to the Island of Misfit Toys and then King Moon Razor. Yeah, I'm going to give him that name. Yeah, yeah. And the Bumble fight. Like I know that would be a, a lot like of animation, <laughs> but you like your King Kong and uh, um, um, shit. What's the other one? The lizard Godzilla. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> in some in some capacity. Yeah, yeah I guess it could yeah. be that lion versus uh, Bumble. <laughs> right. Oh, no, yeah. So he takes off so he can save his friends, but it really makes you wonder how long he was gone. Because along the way, mm-hmm. Rudolph goes from a child to what looks to be a preteen. Yeah, and yeah, he's going through it. Now, granted, he is a deer. True. I, Probably I, like know, one year to seven years, kind of like a dog or something. But he's gone that long and nobody else, like, they, they act like they've been looking for him for, for weeks. But over the course of weeks, he grow, he just grows antlers and he grows about a foot tall and they probably waited a year to look i mean with donner for sure like how gross they were being towards them he's like you do realize he had a red nose do we really want to go after and just i mean i I think we would have seen him by now if he was close so i mean i don't i don't want to go out there in the snow you know it's it's really cold cold. and you know he's got that red nose he can see in the dark he can bring himself back if he wants. So, you know, yeah. it's not our fault he ran away. No. It, it was no. everybody else. No, we did nothing at all. <laughs> exactly. We did absolutely nothing as the kids were mocking, uh-huh. <laughs> ridiculing him. Uh-huh. We did nothing. We're good. We're good for that. Stay put. <laughs> Got it. For however long he was gone, which again, the time just, I, I'm, yeah. I'm so confused by it all. Uh, he's he's now a young a young buck, if you will, a stag or something like that. Uh-huh. And they they apparently find or everyone else has kind of moved on or is still searching for however long it's been. But I guess we said, what, months, weeks, months, something Probably. like that. Had to have yeah. been. Had to I have feel been. like at least one human year if he went from kid Overall, to yeah. a preteen or teen or whatever we're calling him. That's just what it looks like. But again, I understand that animals age differently than we right. do. But That's why I was giving it a year, mm. at least. But it seems that as he uh, goes home, his family's missing because they went out to search for him. So they've also been out there for months, eventually, finally went out there. Clarice also went with him, his his wannabe girlfriend, who mm-hmm. whose dad was just like, no. Yeah. And then they Don't find that they are being held captive. Luckily, how he stumbled upon this is just amazing to me because he had no rhyme or reason to how to find the, the Bumble's cave, but he sure as hell did, luckily, and finds that his family had been taken by the Abominable. 
So tries to go in and be the hero. And then, of course, his friends show up. And Hermie, being the awesome guy that he is, showing mm-hmm. out his dental skills because he lures him out. Uh-huh. Yukon knocks a big chunk of ice on his head or rock, depending on how you want to look at it. Sure. I, he, he chipped Probably away is. at something. And then Hermie goes in there and pops his teeth out. Now, if that ain't gangster as hell. Right. <laughs> I mean, you just detoothed someone. Like all That's of, called torture. Yeah. You pulled out every single one of his damn teeth, man. He cannot eat anymore. Or at no. least not the solid foods that he liked. He's not a chewer. He's no longer a chewer. What if he was a con- or carnivore? Like, there was no omnivore to him. Like, that's all he ate. Yeah. You just uh, fucked him. <laughs> why? Yeah, that's called murder right there. But uh, it seems that all is well. But, you know, Yukon goes after the, the bumble and they they fall down into the pit. Now, did that as a child, do you remember your first reaction to that? I mean, it seemed pretty frightening mm. for like what I was watching. Yeah. But I don't have a memory that sticks with me of being like terrified or anything, you know. Yeah. Like I don't just kind of like, hmm. Mm. I probably missed a lot as a kid, though. I was just like accepting of whatever came on in front of me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay. I mean, it, it seems like it would have been one of those things as a kid. You'd have been like, oh my god, no, and just and that was probably the purpose of it is to elicit some sort of emotional response. Him being probably one of the more likable characters out of the lot. I could see why people would... It, it might hit people, but I, I feel like we didn't really get to know him all that well. Therefore, it never felt like an emotional gut punch. Like, oh my God. It was just like, oh. Oh, well, yeah. That sucks. Well, oh well. Anyway. Yeah. yeah everybody's <laughs> fine. Everybody goes back. And then, of course, the the blizzard that they talk about or that we start mm-hmm. seeing come in. The, the foggy night, as it uh-huh. were. Yeah. Suddenly starts getting all big and bad. <laughs> Now, this is this is a scene where, considering everything that was had gone on, this just shows how good of a person Rudolph is, okay? Mm-hmm. So, as all this is going on, Yukon shows up, the Abominable returns, and, you know, he's showing that he's... Bumbles! Bounce! And <laughs> he's... He's got him all tamed and shit like that, so everyone's happy, everyone's back together. But again, the they're about to have to cancel Christmas, and then... Rudolph, for whatever reason, and they never explain this. There's no rules. You talk about not you know, following rules in these shows. I don't understand. Like, his nose just glows whenever the fuck it decides yeah. it's going to glow. <laughs> like, does he not control this? Or Yeah, like, like oh, if yeah. there was a way to control it. like if Well, there was maybe some... it's like, you know, he's becoming a teen. Things happen when you don't mm. really want them to. I mean. Now, yeah. if that's the uh, <laughs> equivalent <laughs> of him getting excited, why is he getting excited that Christmas is about to be canceled, other than having some secret desire to be don't like, yeah, shame. fuck all of you. No kink shame. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, as all that's going on, his his nose starts mm-hmm. getting brighter and Santa's like, stop, stop. Yeah. He's like, wait a second. <gasps> that nose. That beautiful, wonderful nose. That I've mocked this entire movie yeah. up until now. Yeah. yeah. And... As he says, Rudolph, I have a question, or whatever he says. He grabs him by the antler. That's another one of those scenes where there's this odd animation. He grabs his antler, and Rudolph's head is kind of cocked in a way like, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, will you guide my sleigh tonight? 
<laughs> like <laughs> he's guess just what you're doing. Yeah, and he's like, hey, yep, sure, it'll be an honor. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you, he's got his antler, mm-hmm. go back mm-hmm. and look at that. It's just like holy shit. He's like a threat, but much. it doesn't sound that way. But I could see where you could think it is. And if I were Rudolph, I would have been like, Santa, you and your reindeer can go to hell. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can see on my way out. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is payback for all of you mocking me uh, since I've been born. For this one thing that you are now needing mm-hmm. from me. Amazing how you need this deformity now. Right. So right. kiss my ass. I'll see you later. Right. And bounce. But, but, but no. he didn't. No. Because he's a good person. He is. And so he leaves the sleigh, takes him to the island. See, that's another good deed he did. Is he's uh-huh. like, hey, we got to go to these this island. But again, here's here's a problem. Uh huh. So if the toys were discarded toys that kids did not want, uh-huh. how is redistributing them to the kids again? going to help because you're just saying, all right, we're going to give you another chance, but you can still wind up back here. So I feel like that would be a little bit more depressing. You're going to take the story. I mean, think about it. Yeah. That was the whole story. That was the whole story is that he goes around and collects all these toys that no kid wants. So you're going to go back out there and be like, Was it a bunch of kids who like couldn't get toys? Maybe. Maybe they were the the poor folk in the movie that like couldn't get any toys because they couldn't afford it. That's true. And maybe they're getting the misfit toys. Like, oh, I'm not good enough for a good toy, but I'm good enough for a... A Charlie in the box. Yeah, Charlie in the box. (laughs) Because people always know my name. (laughs) I have been practicing these voices for many, many years. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't help it. I just, I love doing these voices. And if I can continue to do them, I will do them all. If I could, I'm sure I would too. So I I should really do, like, if, if... I guess I could do it on YouTube. They got shorts, but no one watches YouTube shorts. Everyone's always talking about TikToks and stuff. I don't know. I feel like that's picked up some. I'll have to, yeah, I have to look into it. Maybe maybe that's what I need to do. Start a whole channel where I'm just doing voices, just reading monologues and shit. Why not? You know, do 10, 15 seconds, load them up. People will watch that shit. (laughs) So do I have to, do I have to read like a script or maybe like do part of a script and then deviate somewhere? Maybe that that's what kind of makes it. Yeah, maybe like the the twist where yeah. you're leading them one way and then yoink. You'd be like, oh the... no, that's not what I expected. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, but you what... might have to put a picture up because kids these days might not know who you're doing the voice of. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. <laughs> They're just like, oh, buddy voice. Yeah. Oh, I I know that thing. What does that sound like? I don't know. I'm a Charlie in the box. I can't help it. Ugh. Yeah. Look. Even even with all the problems that we have explained, uh-huh. they might not be problematic for everybody, mm-hmm. but I don't see why they wouldn't be. We're <laughs> uh, in their shoes. Even as I've complained about it, because it, it re- literally was. As a kid, I, I didn't see this stuff. Like, I saw mm-hmm. him being picked on. I saw how it was all going out, but I was relating it to the song. Like, oh, yeah, that's how the, they said in the song. Okay, yep. I got it. And then now maybe somewhere deep, in the recesses, I was like, there's something wrong with this, but I can't quite articulate it as a child. But I still watched it. I loved it. I, I loved mm-hmm. watching this special. One year when I got older, or when I was older, not just ma- I wasn't magically aging like Rudolph. <laughs> I wasn't all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah. Old man. 
But there was just this one year I started watching it and really paid attention to it. And I was like, holy shit, there's a problem with this this special. Like I could see like all this stuff came about in my head. And I kind of brought it up and I was like, did anybody else realize that people are dicks in this? Like, (laughs) you know, it's not, I understand they're supposed to be, but people who shouldn't be like, you know, Donner and Comet and, oh, most of all, Santa Claus. Right. You know. Santa is the big kicker. That's the big kicker. Like with everybody else, you'd be like, okay, but Santa should be like, hey, uh, Donner, that's your kid, man. What are you, what are you doing? Right. It's like, uh, why would you neglect him? Why would you treat him like garbage or a second rate? I mean, that's Mm -hmm. your son. What is wrong with you? Should have said that when he came to visit. It was like, nope. when he, he was like, oh, I'm sure he'll grow out. It was like, eh, don't worry about yeah. it. You know, something like that. Yeah. You know, as opposed to being like, well, let's hope so. He should just be like, eh, it's not a big deal. Yeah, right. Makes him unique. You'll appreciate it one day. Yeah. Right. You'll never lose him. Exactly. You never got to worry. Nope. Yep. Come on, people. Think. McFly. So, but again, I understand this was written... Uh, in the 1960s, or at least the the special, this was made mm-hmm. in the 1960s. Different time, different you know things yeah. like that. I, I'm really surprised that there's not been some sort of uh, any animation studio, Illumination, Pixar, anything trying to capitalize oh, on, like on making it. like a new yeah. one. You know that maybe touches on. But see, I don't know if because uh, I feel like Rankin Bass would have to own some of the characterizations like. Yukon and Hermie mm. and things like that. Yeah. But if it was Santa, Rudolph and things like that, you could probably tell the story again just with a variation. But you could also take those concepts, as we've mentioned, where it's about the person outside, the different individual. And you want to talk about net, like driving that point home for children today? Mm-hmm. You got an audience. You know, they're going to listen. Yeah. They're going to take it to heart. I, I feel like that was even some shows that we used to watch as kids, whether it be uh, Saturday morning cartoons or anything like that, that mm. would have those messages. They would resonate if oh, they yeah. were told correctly. You would just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're mm-hmm. different. And I shouldn't. But they used their mouthpiece for other things, unfortunately, mm-hmm. in our cartoons. Yes. They, 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 they weren't nice. But sometimes you get, do you remember the, the final thoughts of the episodes half the time? Like today's episode, try to teach you about acceptance. We shouldn't just treat other people so bad. Uh, we, we have to learn to accept people for all their faults and Unless follies. you're a dirty commie. Unless you're yeah. a communist. <laughs> I'm He-Man. No. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I'll ever stop watching this, but I do feel like it's necessary to acknowledge some of the issues. Sure. Uh, even yeah. if you share it with your children or if you don't have children, if you just enjoy watching it. I mean, you're yeah. accept- you're understanding it. You're accepting it. It's not a bad. It's not bad. It, I, I mean, think I- it's still fine. Yes. Problems yeah. aside. And it's probably just the nostalgia of it or something as a child, you know, but I don't know. I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, like I'm, I can separate it and recognize. Yeah, there's still something about it that I don't know. It just it's a cozy feeling, and like like you said, it probably is nostalgia that's doing it because mm. 
eventually I feel like this is going to be one of those things that just gets forgotten and no one is ever going to talk about it. And Especially whatnot. now, um, unless streamers make a commitment to putting it up or something around this time of year. Like I could see Peacock or like NBC doing it or, sure. um, you know, maybe like a Hulu or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, I would kind of be on them because... Nobody's really do it. Well, I'm sure there might be more people than I think still doing regular TV, but I feel like it's a lot less. Yeah. You know, uh, that's all I really got to talk about with this. I know that there are other uh, animated projects from the same. We've talked about some of this. We were talking about off mic. So we, we might look into those. I don't know if we'll do it uh, in the coming weeks or not. Haven't decided yet what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, there's so, so many of those. Like, especially now that I was looking through the list, I was like, oh, shit, I had forgotten. Like, now that you had reminded me, you know, when I was mm-hmm. looking through this, I was like, remember Nestor, the long-eared Christmas donkey? No. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. it's not, like, the biggest one, but I do remember it kind of popping around, and I when I, when I see the picture of the donkey, I'm like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. It's I, I think it was, like, a Christian thing, so I would oh, see okay. why okay. I wouldn't, like, now that I'm rereading it here, where it was, like, he's um, assisting Mary and Joseph on their way to Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> you know whatever um <clears throat> so but i do remember seeing that on the tv you know jack frost little drummer boy the year without santa claus santa claus is coming to town i was like yep 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 mm. i remember watching all those as a kid you know um yeah. yeah i don't know siblings what do you what do you what did you watch what are you watching now yeah are you a fan of Rudolph, or is this your favorite Rudolph project? Do you, do you even care? Yeah. Does Rudolph even registered. You're like, fuck Rudolph and all that stupid holiday shit. Right. I, I, I can I understand like you too. I see you. I mean, there's just, like I said, there's something comforting about it in some ways because we grew up on it. So mm. that's our thing. I, I'm sure that we've got a few people out there listening. They're just like, nope, don't like it. Never watch it. <laughs> don't totally care for fair. it. Yeah. And I could probably point them out. Uh, so no i I love you guys so hey uh if if you got anything to say about rudolph uh let us know on whatever social media platform you're following us on at super mega crash if you want to tell us about it on discord you know where to find us we're Mm -hmm. all there uh if you want to send us an email about it you can do that and again I'm, i'm gonna lay out the offer you send me an email you say i want you to read this like this do it now. It could be whatever. You could just write out a speech and you want me to read it in that and I'll do it. Do you like like the movie trailer guy on YouTube where they're like, say this line in your epic voice, you know? Yeah, so, yeah there, there you go. You go. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I'm trying. This is, this is what I'm trying to do to get people to send us emails. In fact, if you want to do tweets or social media bits, I, you'll have smaller ways to do it. But if you want to do it, Unless I'll you pay it. for Twitter Blue, then you've got all the characters you want to tell us about. Do we want to do that to people? I, well, if they've already done it to themselves, it's on them. That's true. That's true. But I do tend to nope out when I see that it's that long with no check mark. I'm like, oh, you're trying to hide the fact you're a blue user, but it can do like a page of dialogue. Nope. Mm, Twitter's nope. supposed to be short. Make it short. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, support the show over on patreon.com slash pencil paper productions. Uh, Give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app, if you would, please. Uh, we'd appreciate it. And if you want, keep up with any and all things at PencilPaperProductions.com slash crash. Look at that. It rhymes. There you go. <laughs> and links are all down below in the show notes. But join us again next week. We've got two more weeks to go when it's Christmas time. It's Christmas, Christmas time. Christmas time. 
So until then, and and try to enjoy the rest of December. If you hate the Christmas music, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's everywhere serious. now. Yeah. Well, you know, other holidays just need to make better music, and then Christmas won't overtake it all the time. I actually saw someone say that the other, or heard someone say that the other day. We're like, why are y'all getting pissy about November? We're hearing Christmas music. Where's the Thanksgiving bangers, huh? Huh? That's true. They don't make any. So guess what? <laughs> You're listening to Christmas music. There's probably one or two, but I don't know what it is. I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I no Thanksgiving. Song I'm sure there's ahead. a. Uh, Adam song Sandler out there. doesn't count. Oh yeah, he does have the, the yeah something about song. turkey for me and turkey for, turkey you. for you. I'd eat turkey in a big brown shoe or something like that. Yeah, gobbledy dee and gobbledy giggle. Yeah, so there you go. There's one. Turkey only cost a nickel. Okay, I'm sorry, I forgot about that song. Yeah, I don't know why I just now thought of it, but yeah, that's the one that I could think of. Thank you. It brought that back. Just <laughs> tapped into an old memory. <laughs> the one time he had something good to say. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't care for his Aww. humor. Yeah. No, it's fine. I get it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, see you next week, siblings. Until then, go beyond your limits. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.